Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is a show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always, can't be a very good swordsman because he's been stabbing Renly for years, and he's still not dead. It is Scotty Westside. He just won't die. Uh, he just won't die. He just you won't die. Him over and over. I stabbed him so many times. Uh, I am the best swordsman. I'll have you know. <laughs> uh, it's it's truly an art form. Uh, when your sword is so small, you truly have to make make it an art. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> you have to have some talent. Uh, yeah, to you, make you have anything to flow like water, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah, waves. yeah. Water dancer. I'm, I'm basically Cereal Pharrell for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. You trying to say that Cereal Pharrell has a small dick? I, I mean, no, I don't want to say that. Look like he has a above average. He, you, you never know. You never. I don't. I don't like to theorize about the size of men's wieners too much. That's a lie. It's all I do. But. I, I I like Sirio enough to give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's let's put it that way. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> now that we're done discussing, yeah, are we ever going to have not, an intro yeah, no, that YouTube is never, okay with? Never. Uh, we just we we really know how to start our episodes with a bang. Just Ayo. dick jokes to, to right off the bat. I mean, this this if this isn't on brand for us, straight I don't off the know. tip, you know, straight off the tip. I don't know what is. Um, how are you doing <laughs> this week, Bell? Uh, I'm good, man. I've been uh watching a lot of baseball, getting real mm. frustrated because the Astros are not playing nearly as well as they should be. <laughs> um, been yeah. I actually I have been uh this is kind of in the same realm of our of our content here. I have been watching. That showed the last uh, oh, kingdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you and, mentioned uh, you were starting it on one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. I finished season two. Um, I'm impressed. I think it's it, it's fun. How many seasons are there out? I think there's five. Oh out shit! Right I didn't realize. Yeah, that four or five. Um, and I am enjoying it. I mean, there's oh, this show is five seasons deep, and I've like not heard of it until like a month ago. I had a see. I had heard about it a couple maybe like a year or two ago um and like i i'm honestly not too into the like norse like i guess just like the whole like viking idea yeah um, i'm not either except until the northmen apparently until the northmen uh, until I'm, that, the- I'm i'm not lying like my hype for this movie uh i was like i need i need my fix <laughs> i'm going to start the show <laughs> you're going to start playing assassin's creed valhalla yeah. next uh, probably not. <laughs> I don't. Li- I don't. I don't like those games. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, good. Yeah. You're enjoying um, it, then. Yeah, yeah. I I am enjoying it. Uh, if anybody out there is a fan, um, I guess kudos. <laughs> if you're not watching it, maybe you should try it out. It's not quite as robust in in the characters as um as Game of Thrones is. Sure. So if 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 that is your speed and and you need something that um rich i would say in storytelling it's it's maybe a little soft on that but um it is shot really well it's a fun story uh our protagonist is really fun 
and um That's good. he does have he does have a couple of really really enjoyable side characters too so okay that that would be the main thing is me is i have to have enjoyable characters uh my boy floyd shouts to floyd i'm sure he's watching uh has been after me to start watching it for like several weeks yeah. now and i yeah. every week i tell him yeah i'm starting it on on my yeah. days off i'm definitely Dude, starting it and then i've got to tell you man, <laughs> sorry, there's <laughs> there's a there's a priest named baoka father okay. baoka uh-huh he he p- probably is the best character in the show mm, okay. uh he's so fun and uh for everybody else out there who is a fan uh uh leo fritch is amazing uh yeah oh totally like, th- th- there are some super enjoyable characters. So I-, I do think on that front, you'll you'll get attached to to some good uh, um, good character building and just like fun interactions. So okay. yeah, start it. Let me know what you think. I I definitely intend to. Like I said, I just I have not gotten sure. my lazy ass around to doing it yet. That's um, fair. That's fair. How are you doing though, man? How's your week been? Uh better. I uh last week you gave me shit because my Rockies had just been swept uh in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. Well, joke's on you now because your Astros suck and we 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 just well, swept. Suck the is team. a strong nah, word. Listen, you said they suck, so I'm just gonna ride that. Uh the Rockies <laughs> swept this weekend uh the Reds. It's hard to count I mean, the Reds yeah, dude, three and eleven the Reds. Yeah, uh, I three if, and eleven. Right if now. there are any Reds fans out there, I apologize because your team just <laughs> is a mess, and that seems it's like a rough situation. Garbo, so bless you, God bless you. If you are a Reds fan, you need yeah, it. Yeah. There's uh, this short clip of uh, I think it's a GM. I could be. Oh, it could even be the I, I have you seen I know this? Exactly the one he's, you're he's basically about. saying like, like uh, this is at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, We've have faith fun, in your Reds. Like, yeah, they're yeah. gonna be good, good this year. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, they're three and eleven. <laughs> that's like uh, yikes. That's like smash cut to the uh, the <laughs> uh, curb your enthusiasm end credits. Like you can right. just go straight. Bam, 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 Directed by Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, uh, sorry out there to the Reds fans. Um aside from that, Zach, uh I have been actually shockingly doing some work for the pod. Not true. Don't believe uh, it. Uh you didn't believe it for the longest time. <laughs> I, I told don't. you that I was keeping stats for who be thrown in and that I would keep us informed and updated and I intended to do it at the end of season one or at the start of season two, and I'm only four episodes late, (laughs) but I did catch up with updating that list. Uh, So I thought before it is obsolete when we do it here at the end of the episode, I thought it would be fun to take a quick minute. I have all the statistics tabulated. Let me pull it up here. Boom. Ooh, I better make this bigger because that is tough to read. Yeah, you'll ha- you'll have to send me a JPEG of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can put it up on the. I socials. can cover our faces. Nobody needs to see us. There we go. Oof. Boom, so boom. we're we're now the only Game of Thrones podcast YouTube show that is uh, gonna be showing you Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> Excel spreadsheets. So exactly. I guess that's a thing. Boom. Okay. So just a quick few interesting. We don't have to spend all day pouring over this but uh just a few interesting things i thought okay so we are 13 episodes in with five spots so that's what 65 uh total did i no i didn't do that math right math. at all I don't math is hard know. uh 30, 30, 30, 
No, I did do it right. Six, wait, 14 times no, 5? No, 13 times 5. Uh, 65. Okay, boom. Listen. Look at you, guy. I should have had faith in myself. <laughs> uh, out of 65 total positions, we've only had 25 characters uh, make it on the Thronin list. Uh, thanks to his insane hot streak of six straight first places, uh, Bobby B is leading with 30 total points, aggregate points, of course, five points for a first point or a first place finish, four for second, etc., etc. Uh, coming up close on him, probably passing him this episode would be my guess is going to be Tyrion, 27, yeah. uh, Cersei and Rob, a little bit ways behind. There's kind of a gap. Uh, so so let me let me understand this correctly because mm-hmm. the way that you and I share screen on this is it's a little small it's hard for sure. me to see it's probably uh, hard for everyone to see <laughs> well I mean if you're watching this on YouTube and it's full hey, screen yeah, yeah. I mean it's probably a little bit easier but either way um so you have a column for how many times they've come in first second third Correct. fourth or fifth so yeah this is and first, then you've also second. just have a total number of appearances there's total appearances and then this what I have okay. is sorted by is total points. Like I and said. is that how you're ranking them? Yes. In, like in order by Correct. points? Okay. So, uh, Tyrion I, I has... like this. I mean, hey, dude, I'm not a numbers guy and I'm not a spreadsheets guy, but this is cool. I, I am kind of halfway there. I'm just bad at them. So that's why this took well, me so long. Uh, Tyrion, Tyrion has the most appearances on the throne and he has appeared eight. Tyrion does? Yes. Tyrion has appeared eight out of 13 episodes. Okay. Uh, I, I think last or a couple weeks ago, I said Arya has got to be close up there. I was way off. She has actually yeah, only were... appeared three times, which shocks me. Um, wow. The longest streak on the list is, of course, Bobby B as well at six. But both Rob and Tyrion also have a streak of four, four consecutive weeks. So, Gotcha. So what's the stuff. point differential between Bobby B and uh, Tyrion? Tyr- only three points. Bobby B has 30 total points thanks to his... Six first place finishes. Gotcha. Tyrion okay. has twenty seven points. No one's ever gonna beat uh, Bobby's points per game, basically, because he made yeah. six appearances and he got first all six times. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, just a fun little thing. Like I said, we don't have to go into a super. We'll put this up on the Twitter and the Instagram or whatever. Uh, it's fun. We'll check back in periodically with it. I don't intend so I, to make so it a daily thing. During the week, Scotty, you sent me a picture that had like. 12 different bar graphs. Yeah, yeah, this is And way, I was a little terrified. Yeah, if this I'm being is honest. a way more simplified. Okay, so this is all of that version. just in one spot. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. So that's that's who be thrown in uh this the statistics, as they okay. say. Okay. Like I said, I think Tyrion's gonna take that number one spot. So this very is soon. like this is like okay, so like if um if who be thrown in is like um Let's say, let, how do we relate this to sports? Like, um, like, like, like player of the week. Player. Uh, this is like the sports center, like stats guide. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Love it. This is war. I do like that. This is baseball's war. Stat. Yeah. This is the war. I of, fucking of, hate that stat if I'm being honest, but well, you're a fool. Cause it's a good stat. It's not perfect, but it's a good stat. Okay. So, well, I mean, it also has, uh, trout with the highest <sighs> war and they've done ass for the past fucking that's years. his team, not him. Trout is Yeah, but incredible. War is supposed to show how they affect the team play. And and he has the highest... Not exactly. I think you're misconstruing, misconstruing what War is. This is not a baseball podcast. 
as, as Clearly. much as we try to make it one sometimes. <laughs> this is not a baseball podcast, but I will not hear you dissing Mike Trout. I'm not dissing him. I like Trout actually a lot, and I love Otani. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't but, sound like it. You know, they're I mean, just mad because they're in your division and they're better than you now. They are doing really well right good, now. Good for them. They're fun to watch. I'm to be honest, man, I've had some of their games on just. Just to have them on, they're 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 fun to watch right now. Well, that concludes this week's talking baseball. Uh, hey, that's an actual podcast. We probably can't. Who's want to be baseball? I don't know. We don't want a baseball. Uh, should we jump into episode fourteen, Garden of Bones? Here, Zachy boy. We probably should. Uh, probably this is should. a Game of Thrones podcast right now, and we oh, should probably get boy. back to talking about Game of Thrones. Probably, probably. Um, all right, so let's let let's hit him with the quick and dirty. The quick and dirty recap. So hit me. Beautiful. There's that quick and dirty. Great trick. All right, oh, we begin. Oh, well done. In the re- <laughs> well done. I gotta give you props for that one. <laughs> uh, we begin in the Riverlands at a Lannister camp where King Rob wins himself yet another battle. We are introduced to another player, Roos Bolton, the Lord of House Bolton. And Talisa, who we meet in the field of battle. She's treating the wounded on the battlefield. Back at King's Landing, Joff is, is berating Sansa to punish her for her brother's victories in the field. Tyrion arrives and continues to display empathy and concern for Sansa. He helps her up and makes Joff look like a real piece of shit. So he didn't really need any help accomplishing yeah. that. True, true, true. Braun suggests... Joff needs some good old hanky-panky to help clear his brain. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Joff is a real sadistic little bastard with the two whores that Tyrion gifted him. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. Kind of bad. Doesn't, uh, doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, it could have worked. I feel like it could have worked if the, he didn't realize it was a gift from Tyrion. Yeah, the, th- the, the theory was sound. But yeah, yeah. It, it did not work. Yeah, it needs to dip his wick a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the east, Danny's blood rider arrives with news of a city called Karth. Uh, I think you out. skipped a little bit there, buddy boy. Uh, I did skip a little bit there. Uh, this is I wrote this yes, recap. I wrote this one. Fuck too. me. Littlefinger arrives in the Stormlands to meet with Renly to broker a deal against their enemies. He meets Kat and realizes that she does, in fact, not. Want oh a rebound? God. Shoot your shot, Littlefinger. Shoot your <laughs> yeah, shot, <dude>. bud. <laughs> I know your husband just died, but <laughs> but hey, <laughs> but hey, just turns out I'm available. <laughs> oh man, uh, he tells her that they will trade Arya and Sansa for Jamie, along with delivering Ned's remains. He, of course, is lying about Arya because they do not have Arya. They do not. Well, they uh, before do, I was they so rudely interrupted. Uh, yes, I'm very rude. uh, Danny's blood rider arrives with news of a city called Karth, and they set out. When they arrive, they are greeted by soldiers and, quote, the 13, which are the elders that rule Karth. Is this me? Yeah, this is you, buddy. (laughs) Hey, who wrote this? Uh, Arya, Gendry, Hot Pie, and the rest of the prisoners arrive at Harrenhal. Uh, a beast of a fortress, and it is in shambles, melted by dragon fire, as it turns out. Uh, the Lannisters are using Harrenhal as a base for the war. We hear Arya's list for the first time. Joffrey, Cersei, Ilan Payne, the Hound, 
uh, and the Hound. I guess I should have finished that better. Our first mention of the Brotherhood comes up in questioning and torturing prisoners. Who are the Brotherhood, Zach? Mm. Mm, we shall have to speak And we that. shall have to see. Renly and Stannis meet on a like little summit, little peace, peace meeting here. Uh, but they have a conversation that goes nowhere, and we learn <laughs> Stannis is, in fact, a ham. Uh, <laughs> he was born with salt and smoke, just like a ham. Is he a ham? Is he a ham? <laughs> Back in Quarth, Quarth, Danny and her defeated Kalisar are accepted into Quarth, thanks to uh, Mr. Duck Sauce himself, uh, Zaro Zohan. Duck Sauce. <laughs> it sounds like they're saying Duck Sauce every time, and I can't get it out of my head. That's not in my recap. Scott no, came up not. with that. I, I, I am editorializing over here. <laughs> uh, Duck Sauce invokes Sumai. Uh, on their acceptance into the city, and it's never really explained what the fuck Sumai is. It's just that he's charged with the responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they fuck hey, up, it's on his ass. It turns out he is charged with responsibility <laughs> for the safety of Karth from Danny and her Kalisar. It's almost like he wrote that. <laughs> yeah. uh, at Harrenhal, Gendry is chosen for torture when Tywin Lannister arrive and puts a stop to the bullshit. Gendry is saved, and Arya is to be at Tywin's side as a cupbearer. Yeah. Uh, Tyrion has a late-night meeting with... L- oh, my God. Lancel Lannister, a.k.a. Diet Jamie, a.k.a. Jamie Light, a.k.a. AKA Jamie from Witch.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where he confronts him for sleeping with Cersei. Tyrion earns himself a new spy in Cersei's chambers as a result of this confrontation. Oh, I love this whole thing we're doing where one of us writes it and the other one just yeah. has to read it off the cuff. <laughs> Stannis the grammar Nazi strikes again. Fewer fingernails. Uh, that was a terrible Stannis. Stannis orders Davos to deliver Melisandre to the, to the shore for some freaky ass witch stuff and oh boy does she do some freaky ass witch stuff and that is how our episode concludes with a with a with a cute little shadow baby just a little, yeah, little it's cute a boy. little shadow baby it's it's a terrifying <laughs> something is what it is uh what an episode yeah man this this, this is, is a great uh, episode this, it's, like I feel like the pat, although I enjoyed last episode, yeah, uh, it's been on a little bit of a lull, and it's uh, definitely hitting a bit harder now. Yes, this is. I feel like so far, this is probably the strongest season two episode. Um, off the top of my head, I'd say. So. I mean, season one is. I mean, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> episode one of season two is is pretty dang good. But no, yeah, you're right. This. I think the. Like, more is happening here. Yeah, I think this episode has a really good balance of a lot of the storylines. Well, so, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there right away. Daenerys, this is going to sound just like, oh, Scott on the Daenerys hate train, but her storyline this season is boring. Oh, yeah. I just, I just think her storyline is not very interesting. It's boring. And to prove that this is not just totally Daenerys hate train stuff, I think the North, like the John storyline, is also kind of boring. This it season. is, yeah. Uh, until until a couple episodes, right? So now it's it's pretty soft. You're so, right. So, but aside from like the East stuff, 
like we get a really good scene like between the Baratheons. Um, the Harrenhal stuff is always usually pretty good. Yeah, I mean Tywin's entrance to ter- to Harrenhal is <laughs> he looks, is very good. He looks like such a fucking badass. Uh, where do you want to start with with talking about this, buddy? Yeah, I mean, why don't we why don't we start with um our two dipshits at the beginning of the episode? Uh, <laughs> I love these guys. I love yeah, these dude. guys so much. These, these R.I.P. My guys. These are like if I was a soldier in this situation. This this would be like me and my buds. You know, this would be like me and you, just like bullshitting and like telling uh-huh. jokes and fucking with each other. Yeah, and it's then dying. So, and then probably dying. Yeah, no, definitely. I would definitely die. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I love <laughs> who goes there. Uh, when he's like making fun of him, it's so stupid and so good. And then he's like, "No, dude, I, I actually do kind of think there's something." And he's like, okay, "Yeah, piss off, fucking think I'm an idiot." You thought it's so good, and of course we get the amazing. He's been stabbing Renly Baratheon for years. How good could he really be? Oh yeah, which is just an all time classic. Uh, um, but. But we do. We are introduced to a uh, couple one ruse big characters. Bolton. Ruse. It was a ruse. Bolton. Yeah, that's a great uh, <laughs> epithet for him. Yeah, it he was a ruse. Bolton. Uh, he is uh, kind of not fully uh, agreeing with old King. What a Rob sallow a motherfucker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course, we won't. We won't execute them. You know, we can ransom a few of them and just torture the rest of them. Yeah, he says something about flayed men are better. Yeah, uh, flayed men are better. Yeah, that's definitely Yeah, he's it. like, I like them flayed. Um, and uh, <laughs> Rob's like, yo, that shit doesn't fly in the north. And he's like, well, we're not in the north. Well, we're not exactly. Yeah, listen, he's, he's big into his uh, technicalities. By the yeah, way, yeah. can we just agree that there is... Nothing hotter than a gal sawing a dude's leg off. Like, oh, dude, not what? Oh, yeah. What gets the love juices flowing more than just a bloody post battle? Yeah, his his blood is flowing, his and blood my is blood flowing. is pumping. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, I love how we get this intro into Talisa, and she just owns him so hard, and he loves so, it. He's into it. You can tell. He's I, so I into do, it. So Talisa is not in the book. Correct. Talisa is and, a fully fictional character. Right. And I and I am curious as to your thoughts. Like, do you enjoy Talisa and her role? Um, I do. Um, it gives Rob more to do because in the books, we we've probably mentioned this before, but he is not a point of view character. You only see him through Catelyn's eyes, basically. Yeah. And he is not in book two very much. Right. Well, so, because Catelyn is not at his camp. Very right. Much. Um, I think it gives him something good to do, and it's just a, it's a simplified story, as compared to what happens exactly in the books. Uh, I think it's fine. I'm not mad at the change. If that's okay. what okay. you're asking. And is it just because Talisa's hot as shit, or it could be partly that uh, <laughs> she is gorgeous. Uh, she really is fucking beautiful. But. I just I truly do love her for just how how much she owns him. She's like, you're fighting to take the throne. You don't even know what's going to happen afterwards. And like she owns him so hard and he's so into it. But it's a good scene. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, for for those of you guys who are new to the series, uh, and you and you like a little bit of history sprinkled in, mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit on Roose Bolton. Uh, he is the Lord of House Bolton, which is one of the larger houses in the North, uh, and Bannerman to the Starks. Um, their their sigil is quite literally a a skinned, a flayed man mm-hmm. uh, on an X post. Uh, it's it's pretty hardcore, and there's always been a little bit of like bad blood. A lot of bad blood between uh, the Boltons between and the, the Boltons and the Starks. It, it runs real deep, uh, way 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 back since before um, uh, Aegon's Conquer bullshit. The one um, of the previous kings in the north basically finally brought them to heel, like conquered right. them, and was like, "You're fucking, you will pay fealty to me." For the rest yeah. of time, basically. Yeah, so. and and before yeah before Aegon's conquest, he uh, the the Boltons warred and rebelled against the Starks. Yeah. Uh, several times, several and, times. and a lot of it actually did stem from them having kind of barbaric ways. They they quite literally flay their prisoners, mm-hmm. uh, and stick them up in in like fields of battle. It's it's just hardcore, man. They're 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 disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it is rumored that a the actual skin of a previous king of the north a uh, stark is still hanging in the dreadfort which is their seat of power oh yeah uh, and also, to this day we, we have to say how how badass the dreadfort dread is pretty dude good. it's pretty it's good. so cool it's pretty so, baller yeah just a little bit of a history sprinkled in there for you guys uh we don't get a lot of the the bolton lore in the show yeah uh, it's good it's, stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. I think Roos is a very interesting character. Um, the guy that plays him, I, I didn't, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, but he does it very well. He fits he that character extremely oh, well. Oh yeah. He's uh, wait, this is the guy that's also in yeah um, in Wheel of Time for Wheel like of Time. one episode, and we were so excited about it. Uh huh. Definitely. Uh, shall we move to the Storms Land, or do you want to do the King's Landing stuff? Uh, we could do, let's do Stormlands, because okay. I feel like that's kind of quick. Uh, by the way, it's Michael M- Mickelhatton. Oh, I would, I would not have remembered that. Oof, boy. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, King's Landing, so, Joff is a fucking asshole prick. We know this. Yes. That guy just sucks. I, <laughs> I'm starting to remember all the truly terrible things Marin does, and now that joke doesn't seem as funny anymore. Yeah, dude, just like having the having Marin's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that dude super sucks, and then I also was remembering some stuff he does later in the series, and I'm like, oh yeah, this Chaz is looking He's worse and good worse guy. by the day. Uh, but man, what what a good guy Tyrion is. Coming in, has that empathy for her, that concern, saves her, really. Uh, Braun also is a true champion in the scene. When he walks in, the, the line I love so much, he has a lot of good lines here, but the he one does. I love so much is where he's just like, careful now, we want to get blood over your pretty white cloak. Because <laughs> <laughs> Braun knows, and Merritt is terrified of Braun, you could tell. He knows if he had to fight Braun, he would get absolutely smoked get waxed uh, dude he like i mean marin trant isn't like sucks yeah no he's he's just he a dipshit who will do his his king's bidding yeah he truly is uh he is a real sack of shit uh but yeah good for Tyrion. big win for Tyrion. sansa is doing everything she can to keep her dignity and her 
man, just like keep her sanity. You know, she right. She has that line of Tyrion where to where she tells Tyrion as she's walking out like that she's loyal to her Joffrey, her one true love, and whatever. And right. Tyrion's like, "You may just survive this yet if you keep, you know, playing the toughness. Game. If you keep playing the game that way, right, yeah. right." So. And you know, I think what's what's crazy too is like it's it can be tough to watch Sansa in the early seasons, yeah. especially on rewatch because you know what you know what she becomes. Um. And it's almost frustrating to watch the early seasons to see her just be so naive. And I think even at this point, I, I would say that, like, she's playing to stay alive, but I don't think that she, like, she doesn't realize she's playing the game. Right. Right? She's just doing what has been kind of showed <laughs> and taught to her by people like Cersei, you know? She, there's, she basically, she wears her courtesy, her lady courtesies as, like, an armor. And it's kind right. of the only armor she has. I think that's, I think that's something in the books. Her Septon would always tell her, like, a lady's courtesy is her armor, basically. And right, right. she, you know, she takes that lesson to heart, and she does, yeah, does and, follow. And it. And, and I do love, I I do love uh, Tyrion kind of looking out for her, and then kind of being surprised right. that uh, that she is kind of holding to her guns and. Um, Again, although she doesn't realize the tact, I think that is happening. <clears throat> T- Tyrion definitely sees it and is like, "You, you, you might make it out of this." You know, it's it's unfortunate uh, your situation, but you might make it out of this. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Tyrion continues his amazing hot streak. I almost feel bad for poor Lancel <laughs> because of how <laughs> just thoroughly Tyrion just like dismantles him. It's so bad. Dude. Uh it's so good and so funny. I just like every single line Tyrion has in that scene with Lancel is just is so good. Like when he first shows up, you know, oh, cousin, your visits are too few. And like Lancel's, you know, trying to be like, I'm this important night guy and you'll listen to me and all this stuff. And Tyrion is yeah. just like barely giving him the time of day, like ignoring him and then just, you know just completely verbally bitch slaps him and turns him to his service and it's it's yeah. so so well done just chef's kiss Tyrion. yeah i mean T- Tyrion has been i think quick-witted and like just this dude can verbally joust with anybody oh in the God. show yeah uh but this is i feel like this is the first display of like an aggression like like when yeah. he's like on the offensive yes uh with this and it's it's real good it's like dang dude it's so you good. are working this kid's ass dude it's he works him so hard i love that point when he's like let me go get joffrey he loves a good grovel he loves a good grovel <laughs> so and then at the end he's like oh stand up cousin they have a drink with me oh wait you don't have a cup well i'll see ya. it's just man Tyrion's great he's so fucking cool um Anything else in King's Landing we need to go over? Uh, no, I think that's. I think that's about it. I do think that's about it. Let's um. Wish let's talk about com, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Harrenhal. Boy, yes. does Tywin look good riding in on his armor? Yeah, and dude, I have to. I gotta call this out. Uh, every time I rewatch this season, I'm like, fuck, this mountain looks so weird. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't. He's so lanky and tall. 
He's so he's different from the first season, right? This yeah, is this our is first the second recast. Mountain. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first of many recasts for the mountain. Well, there's three for him, right? Is there only three? I feel like there was four, but you could be right. Um, yeah, he does look. He is super tall and lanky. Uh, I just I forget. I every time I rewatch the season, I forget how long Tywin is gone for. Like he has not been in season two at all. Until this point, right? Um, I do think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think this is his first appearance in season two, and boy, he could not have come back soon enough. Uh, uh it's, it's so this guy. Uh, uh, shouts out to the guy Ian White. Is that the by name the way? Of the that's second mountain. That's the guy that plays. Hell yeah, yeah, Ian White. You blink. Your hey, ass and his last name is spelled W I H or W H Y. T-E. Is that how you spell white? Like, no. Uh, like the, no? Okay. No, that's W-I-G-H-T. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, Tywin is back, and I couldn't be happier. Uh, so, so the tickler, as yeah. they call him. It's the guy uh, with the village. He, he's asking these prisoners about the Brotherhood. Mm. Do we want to go into a little bit about what the Brotherhood is, or do we want to let the, the show... <laughs> Let's let the show. I mean, it's not okay. like it's a big secret, but I was well. He, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm just taking myself back to the first time watching. I was very confused. I was sure. Like, okay, tell us who the brotherhood the brotherhood is, Zach. Well, I mean, it's just it, like I almost felt like it was like lackluster. Um, um like I thought it was this like big deal. Uh, uh, I see what you're saying. You were disappointed when you found out. Yeah, just especially because, like, they're having this big war against the North, and this guy's priority is to question people about the Brotherhood. And, like, I I feel like, unless, please correct me if I'm wrong, I don't feel like there's anything that, like, explains why they're so concerned about that. Not as much in the show, but basically, like, they're just constantly being harassed by the Brotherhood. Like, okay. the... the, the they're at war with the Starks, but those are like big battles. The Brotherhood gotcha. is like just constantly like harassing them and just like ambushing okay. them and like hurting their supply lines. So it's like so, the Brotherhood is more of a constant annoyance as okay. opposed to, oh, we're about to go have a big battle. They're with like the, the guerrilla warfare part yes. of this. Oh, definitely. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Big time. Big uh, so the Brotherhood Without Banners uh, is their full title. They're just kind of a, a band of um, well, we uh, vigilantes. Saw the, we saw the start of this. We actually mentioned at the, the end of season one that this would become important. Uh, right. They are the remnants of the group that Ned sent out while he was sitting in the Iron Throne to bring the mountain to justice. Gotcha. Uh, led by... <laughs> We joked, Beric Dondarrion, who would be recast. Uh, that one dude had his one shiny moment. Uh, and he's just like this. He's just, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yes, led by him, uh, Lord Beric. Uh, it's it's his, basically, him and his men that are, yeah, just basically doing constant guerrilla warfare against so, the Lannisters. I have to, I ha- I have to admit, um, I actually did not realize... That the Brotherhood was the remnants of that order, yeah, of that mission. I, oh, I you didn't thought know that, that the Brotherhood was something that had just kind of been around and were just no uh, an annoyance in in the uh, 
Riverlands. No. Maybe. Um, that's wow, that's uh, so them. cool. Hey, I mean, I, I learned something right there. Bang, that's... you're learning something new. Yeah, so the full story is, I don't know how much of this we get later on when they make a bigger impact in the show, but uh, they had a big host, uh, and they were ambushed by the mountain at the Ruby Ford, I believe it was, and got annihilated. Like, most of their strength was wiped out. Gotcha. The remaining survivors kind of melted into the woods, and that's when they started kind of carrying out their guerrilla campaign against the Lannisters and the Mountain, and more men joined them as, you know, they kind of went about their... They're kind of like a Robin Hood and his merry band of men yeah, type sure. fill-in for the show. Yeah, I mean, nobody it's, likes the Lannisters, especially in the Riverlands, so... Right, for sure. People it's, would be compelled to join their cause yes it's it's kind of a, a parallel to that but cool. um yeah that's the brotherhood without that's banners. cool i did not know that that's uh there that's 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 pretty neat now you know kind of like holding strong to i guess ned's order there yes and uh doing what they feel is right so that's that's cool definitely um do we want to talk about danny we're gonna pass that <sighs> i just she's just <laughs> such a a petulant child, dude, and it annoys me so much, like, when she, like, throws her little hissy fit at the gates of Karth, and I'm just like, you're, hey, you're, you're kind of real dumb, because, like, two seconds ago, you were like, if you don't let us in, we're all gonna die, and then he's like, nah, I'm not gonna let you in, and then she goes into, like, anger mode, and she's mm-hmm. like, I will burn you first, and he's like, he even calls her on it, this rando dude, he's like, you just said that if we closed our gates to you, you would die, so can't say I'm too worried I'll about it. I'll take a chance. Yeah, so yeah. I think I'm good. And it's just like, she just, oh, she's just such like a angry, yeah. petulant child at times, and we, I just, we talk I cannot about this stand it. So, I, f- I feel like frequently now, Yeah, but this is just yet another example early yes. in this show. That this is Daenerys's character. When she doesn't get what she wants, yep. this is how she responds. This is how she responds with, I will burn you. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, look, I apologize because I feel like we're making this abundantly clear yeah. about a couple things that happened down the road for people who are new to the show, but I just, it, I, I know I've said this before, and I'm sorry for being repetitive, but it really just grinds my gears when people it's say safe. things like, Oh, what happens like was so out of left field and it's like so wasn't but it wasn't though were you watching the same show <laughs> yeah, that we yeah, were? Yeah. because now listen i'm on your side on this one because that also irks me so bad yeah. and it's just like you weren't even paying attention to the show yeah no no it's uh, just pe- people will see what they like and that's right it. and they're I do like duck sauce. Uh, he's, do like I, I duck sauce, duck is, sauce my boy. is pretty great. If we're being honest, uh, this Sumai thing is a total show invention and seems like a weird addition they they threw in there. But whatever, uh, sure. it's it's fine. It's just like I said at the top, like her storyline is honestly very boring, and I'm not trying to single her out. Because, like I said, I, th- I feel the same way about John's uh, yeah. storyline this season. So. I, uh, I I apologize because I, I feel like I shuffled us away from Heron Hall a little a little prematurely there. No, uh, right. Tywin Lannister showing up and putting a stop yeah, to dude. the torture. He's uh, so... It would be easy to make... And listen, I'm not trying to say Tywin is a good guy. But sure. it would be easy to make him another 
bloodthirsty, like tyrannical, evil ruler person. Right. But he's not. He's extremely practical. He comes in and is just like, these are skilled laborers. Like, what the fuck are you idiots doing? Yeah. Like when that guy threatens to then like cut Arya's heart out or whatever the fuck he says, Tywin's just like, you'll do no such thing, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, also, this is a girl. Also, this is a You're girl. You're fucking idiot. Also, why are you doing this? And Arya's like, very good, quick-witted lie by her, by the way, where she's just safer. like, safer to travel. And he's just like, very smart. Very yeah. smart. Unlike my fucking dipshit. Un- unlike here. these dipshits that I have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's just such a practical... I, I just... I, it's so... For he's me, pragmatic. especially... He understands... It's so hard to dislike him. In fact, I just don't. I just love oh, him. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, look. I for the record, I I don't I don't think I've ever said this on the show, but uh, for the record, Tywin is uh, maybe my favorite character in this. Series. He's he's it's um, so hard because the series it, has so many it good is, characters. It is, and but he's probably top three for me. Right. He's um, so great, and and I think uh, it parallels in many ways to. You know, like people giving you shit for loving Snape so much when we're talking about Harry yeah. Potter, because it's True. like, no, look, I I understand he's not inherently a good person, and right. I'm not saying that I excuse him being a bad person, right? right? Uh, he's still he's he, still a dick to his son. He's a dick to Tyrion. Right. He's honestly a dick to Jamie too. Like hashtag not a good father, probably. <laughs> right. But uh, but he he's not like a. He's not like an evil, right? Like, that's the thing. Like just an inherently evil person. He's like, not this dude is just. He's just pragmatic, right? Yeah, yeah. The dude just makes sense. Yeah, and he gets the job done, man. He I, does. Mean, I mean, obviously, right now he's getting his shit pushed in. in this uh, war, just but, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Listen, the young wolf uh, uh, is is getting some shit done. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, Charles Dance. There's no. There's there's zero. There's zero way that this man walks onto set as Tywin Lannister and does not just demand the respect of everybody there. If if I was working on that set and he walked, he rode up in his badass looking armor, I would just like, uh, whether Neil. I was acting or not, I would just bow. I would just be like, your worship, yeah, we are not worthy. You're like holding the camera <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> please, sir, how may I assist you? Please, please. Fuck, uh, he's a fucking baller, and I do love him. Uh, but yeah, the Harrenhal stuff is about to get even more interesting coming soon, oh, hopefully. God damn, is it? So Yes. Uh, let's talk about the Stormlands, because I think that's our last big area here yeah, we need to uh, visit. Yeah, Grammar Nazi Stannis and uh, the Renly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first off... I have to get this out of the way because this bugged me so much this episode. Marjorie's dress, big nope. Big, big nope from me. It's so bad. Dude, I hate it so much. Do you remember like when you would go to, I don't know if you ever went to one of these when you were a kid, like, a, uh, like an interactive like a science bulb. museum or something? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You remember the thing where you'd put the penny? Yeah, and it okay, would, like, yes, that's go what it around. is. And it go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they had those at, like, McDonald's sometimes. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe that's I'm old. Yeah, um, you're probably just old. I'm probably just old. Yeah, definitely one of those. I was thinking, like, light bulb, but yours is probably more... <laughs> Accurate. That dress is a big nope for me, and I yeah. just had especially that... when her, when her introduction is that yeah, yeah, yeah unbelievably yeah, yeah. Listen, hot ass and dress. And it's not just because I want to see 
listen, I love mean some Natalie Dormer, but this is not a just a I want to see some cleavage, brother. Sure, no, 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 no. It's, it's just, just an ugly dress. It's just such a hideous dress. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. Uh, yeah, I had to get that out of my system. I don't know what else you want to talk about. Uh, I mean, I think the the main thing here is that there is this um clear. I mean, if if the show hadn't been clear enough. Just this clear just, uh, depiction of the sheer, I guess, like, just stark contrast that Renly and that, Stannis, uh, that Renly and Stannis yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they could not be now, yeah. further from each other. Renly is easygoing, amiable. His men love him. He's, he's likable, yeah. He's likable, smooth talker. Stannis doesn't have, like, any friends. He is rigid, unyielding. They are polar opposites of each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a dick. <laughs> Who's Stannis? Uh, <laughs> I hear he was born amidst salt and smoke. <laughs> amidst salt and smoke? Is he a ham? Is he a ham? That is, that is a goaded line from Renly. It's, it's that is so good. such a good quip. Is he Just, a ham? Is he a ham? It's so good. Um, uh, yeah. So... Yeah, he uh he he's created his new banner, mm-hmm. his new um house uh sigil, sigil excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Uh the flaming heart for mm-hmm. this god that he kind of a little bit sort of believes in now. <laughs> I love how Renly's like, "Ah, so this is why you you're all in on this new religion." Okay, this makes way more sense. She's hot as hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. It's, yeah, it's so good. And Stannis is just like, oh, I warn you. He's such like a, Stannis is such a loser sometimes. Yeah. So it, it is in, it is at the ending of this episode that we see that Stannis's disgraceful form mm. while he was plowing or trying to plow Melisandre. Uh, actually got the, the job done. It did, it, it did uh, what needed to be done. Little little smoke baby, you know. Yeah, he he, he had a little smoke baby. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just a... I, ha- I have to admit, I mean, it's it's just a weird, uncomfortable it's, scene. It's I a don't disturbing like it. scene. Um, that's... I mean, like, imagine... Okay, so you have this beautiful woman, right? This actress. I don't know her name. Imagine pitching uh, this scene and being like, yeah, this is what you're going to do. Imagine that conversation. Yeah. How does that go? Listen, to be fair, it is exactly accurate to the book. I mean, I know, but much. like. No, listen, it, I. it's a weird, awkward scene, but it also kind of like if, if this is the story you're telling, you kind of just got to do it. You kind of just do it. You kind of just got to yes. do it. And I mean, like, but her getting completely <laughs> naked to do it. Listen. It's just weird, man. It's just weird, bro. Like I said with Littlefinger, you shoot your shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing I really want to talk about with this, uh, we'll come back to Littlefinger in a minute, but we are starting to see uh, the beginnings of Davos the Baller. Like, we're starting to see, like, I think we talked in an earlier episode, like, how we much we love Davos. And we're yes. not really seeing much of it yet. This is the episode where it's like, oh, Davos is cool as hell. This dude rules. Yeah, yeah he starts uh, calling out Stannis. Yes. Um. Mm, well, I'm sorry. I might be getting a little ahead of myself. Well, There's a couple of things that I'm thinking of in some later episodes. No, you still. haven't seen that yet. That's impossible. 
<laughs> no, he does a little bit. Like, he's... Stannis is like, listen, I need you to be a smuggler. I need you to take this ashore. And he's, you know, he's very wary about it. He's not fully on board. Uh, I do like also how... Uh, he calls her... Davos calls her your red woman. And... um. Stannis is all like, oh, she has a name. And then, you know, a couple lines later, Davos asks him, well, what am I taking to shore? And Stannis kind of gives him a little side eye. A cheeky little bastard Stannis here. He just kind of gives him a little side eye and he goes, you're red woman. <laughs> and uh, I did like that. Uh, also, Davos has <laughs> some amazingly good lines when they're in the boat. Uh, Melisandre asks him, you seem afraid, Onion Knight. And Davos just comes back with, someone once told me the night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> and I'm like, Davos, you're so cool. I love you. And she, she gives him like a, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. And then uh, also. And then she, she shits out a fucking demon child. And then child. she shits out a demon child. But no, before that, she's she's talking about something like, oh, I'm a knight myself. I'm like, you know, a warrior of light and life or something like that. And she goes off on all this bullshit. And Davos just hits her with a, well, that must be very nice for you. <laughs> and it's just like, I love Davos so much. He's so good, dude. Uh, so let's, Um, I feel like we're, we're going to drop a little bit more uh, history tidbits in this episode than we usually do. Ooh, what, else, um, what else? What are those little bits you got for me? Well, I was actually just going to ask you to uh, expand on why Davos is called the Onion Knight. Oh, sure. So, okay. During Robert's Rebellion, which is how, of course, the Targaryen rule ended. Robert uh, Baratheon came to power. Uh, Stannis was holding Dragonstone, uh, which is the... The island off the uh, or was it Storm? Coast no, 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 I'm sorry. It was Storm's End. It was Storm's End. Okay. He was holding Storm's End, which is the seat of House Baratheon. He was holding it for his brother, and he was under siege by uh, the Tyrells, uh, Randall... Uh, Randall Tarley uh, and the Tyrells. I believe Randall Tarley was there. Either, it doesn't matter. The Tyrells, who, you know, basically the Knight of Flowers, Sir Loras's father, was, right. and all his armies were camped out, had Storm's End under siege. They were just going to starve them out, right? They were going to starve them out. Everyone in the fortress was starving. Uh, and Sir Davos uh, basically was a smuggler, and he smuggled onions... And some fish, I think, mostly onions, basically some food uh, through like he had a way he couldn't. He was like the only one who knew how to like navigate this blockade and the right. cliffs around Storm's End. And he got inside the castle, got them food, basically saved everyone in the in Storm's End lives, Stannis included, because they were going to starve before Ned Stark could get them to then break the siege. Uh so, yes, so he is known as the Onion Knight because Stannis knighted him for bringing them onions, basically. Right. But he also and cut off. Yeah, I was his... going to say, ju just to show how, what a rigid fucker yeah. Stannis is, he just says, hey, tips. congratulations, you're a knight. Yes. Uh, you get all the things that come along with being a knight, mm -hmm. but also you did some you illegal shit to help us. You, you so you're going to give me three of your fingers. Yes. Well, just the tips of four of his fingers. Well, right. Okay. Uh, at the second knuckle, he cut off all four of his fingers. The second knuckle, the tips, just the tips. 
Just of those touch. fingers. Uh, yes, for being guy. a smuggler. Like Stannis says in this episode, I think, like, the good act does not wash out the bad, nor the bad the good. So, yes. It just really does tell you what kind of a guy Stannis is. And it's just it just makes Davos, honestly, that much more... Like, just his loyalty is truly impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. I do love that, dude. Uh, yeah. Should we touch on Littlefinger real quickly? <laughs> just... <laughs> Do we have to? Ned Erd in not supporting <laughs> Renly's clay. <laughs> his delivery is just undefeated. There are many who uh, think dude, Ned your, Stark. Your impression of him is uncanny, by the Thank way. Thank you. <laughs> it's, he's so good. Uh, again, big props for shooting his shot with Catelyn. Wait, like, are hey, you serious? I brought your husband's cororpse, his bones, but also... Mm, let me get them. Check let me, me get out. that number. Let me get them ditches. <laughs> <laughs> but also check me out. I'm pretty cool. Uh, Catelyn not having it even a little Don't bit. Don't you like the way I talk? <laughs> I okay. I forgot about this line. I do have this written down. The very first thing he says, the gall of this man. The first thing he says to her when he walks in, you may have heard false reports. <laughs> like. <laughs> about me but i swear it wasn't true i didn't betray ned swear to god you may you have heard may have heard false reports he's so great oh my god Dude, he's just what a fucking slime ball bro. he's my favorite character actually that's not true at all that's he's not my favorite. true it better not be for true. the purposes of pissing you off he's my favorite character <laughs> Uh, is there anything else we need I to touch on? I think uh I think I think we're we're good to move on to the to the uh, who be throning. Oh, guess what, Zach? Ah, uh, Scotty has did work on this too. I got brand new season 2 pictures for everybody. Oh, dang. Updated. Guys, if you are still listening to the show and you're not watching I mean, thank you, you for listening. You do you. Yeah, listen. But what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, uh, again, only four episodes late uh, to update to my season two pictures, uh, where we last left to be thrown in. My fucking guy, Yorin, had taken the top spot. Tyrion, uh, number two. Renly was looking good at number three. Balon, really? Balon? At number four. <laughs> and Arya at number five. Uh, it's a good picture of Renly. Right? What a handsome motherfucker. Yeah, I like his crown. I've always liked his crown. His crown yeah. is cool. The one that's right above his picture or the one that's in his picture? Because that, like, fits perfectly, by the way. The yeah, crown yeah, is yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Intentional, intentional. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> the, the one that's in the picture, for sure. Uh, this this episode might be hard. I have a lot of candidates in mind. I, I um, Yeah, okay. Well, so let, let's first off. start by... By talking about who's coming off. Yeah, Balon, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Arya, also sorry. out. Yeah, Arya, I love you, but you're probably out. Uh, <clears throat> coming, on, Tyrion definitely stays. Tyrion had a great episode, I think. Yeah, and Renly's arguable to stay up. I mean, I think he's arguable. I think at this point he's still up. I think he's still in a pretty good spot. Uh, I want to throw out my dude Davos. I love Ooh, okay. Davos. Uh, Simply out of love or because you like his position or? 
Mm, this, I mean, listen, yeah, this is this is more of a I think he did cool things this episode more so okay. than a he's making big power moves, you know. Sure, okay. Um, oh, and I think Tywin goes up as well. I think Tywin is certainly in contention. Where you at, my dude? Tywin. Uh, Rob is also in contention. Rob won a big battle. He is certainly in contention. Um, Braun had a good episode too. He did. Uh, <laughs> Catelyn got Ned's bones back, and she's she's doing some. Nah, nah. I'm, no, no. I was trying to make a case Not there, Catelyn. and I haven't. What about uh, the mother of the hour herself? Uh, br- proud mother of a brand new smoke baby. Uh, oh, I don't cer- know, man. <laughs> certainly a conversation to be had. Uh, Stannis, I think, would be the only other one I can think of. Anyone else? No, I'm trying to. Oh, definitely Lancel. You think Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Danny got herself into Carth. You want to consider her? No, I don't. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. (laughs) Danny, hold on. Danny kept herself from dying, and actually, she didn't even do it. This is on. This is on the fucking. This is duck sauce. uh, Yeah. Should I? Should I find a picture of duck sauce? Or whatever her the hell from Duck Sauce guy over there. Uh, no, Danny. Sorry, we have too many good candidates. Too many legit candidates. Uh, I think Rob has to make the list. I would agree. He's got a he's got a new love interest. Well, he won, I, he it, it hasn't battle. been flushed out yet, Scott. It hasn't been flushed out yet, but you the, the seeds are there. The seeds are there. The seed is strong. Uh, Tywin is being awesome. I, I really want him and Davos to make the list. Okay, let's let's start at the top. I think it's Tyrion. Tyrion. Tyrion, I think right? It's okay. Tyrion. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I feel the same way. Okay. Uh, Rob, too, maybe? I think so. <sighs> I'll throw him up there for now. You can always. Okay, I, I personally don't think Melisandre makes the cut. Compared to everybody else, we got two spots left. She has a pretty decent. Are we for sure on Renly? Because Renly's borderline for me. Really? Yeah. No, you're right. He's as of this moment. I'm thinking ahead too much. As of this moment, sorry, spoilers. (laughs) As of this moment, he's in a very good position. So you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would say maybe Stannis doesn't make it. I think you're probably right. I agree with that. Let's get rid of Stannis. Okay. Um, so, Mel so had I think... a pretty good episode, though. Aside from just birthing a smoke demon child, her banter with Davos was top-notch. Mm, I mean, this, the part of it that made it really good was Davos. It was Davos, that's true. That's the part of the equation that makes pretty much all of it really good. Yeah. Okay. My we'll vote, Renly at there. three. Okay. Um, I think Tywin and Davos probably. I love Braun in this episode. I would say Tywin five and Davos above him. I like. I guess there's a part of me that can't that. get out of my head that that Tywin is still on his. It's back still foot on right his now. back foot. Yeah. 
I think <laughs> it's like time to save my life. I think I can live with that. I really wanted to find a way to put Braun on there. I, all right, I'm with you on Mel. Goodbye, Mel. Um, you could argue, could argue Braun over Tywin, and I would be open to that. Because look, <sighs> I, I mean, Braun so is much. Braun is kind of swinging a big dick right now. He is, but it's it's kind of always just in the service of t like any victories he really has are kind of just Tyrion's at the end of the day. That's that sounds unfair though. Like I don't mean it that way. Like sure. it's it's solely for his quips is what it would be. The rest of these have quips and are I feel like have more substance to what they're doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. I'm fine with that, actually. I Okay. Where we I, I like this list. Where we currently stand for the listeners, uh Tyrion at number one, Rob Stark at number two, Renly at three, Davos, uh first appearance on the list for him, I'm pretty sure, at four, and Tywin making his triumphant return both to the show and to Who Be Throning. Uh is are we good? Is that good? Man, I wanted Braun to make it, but That's good with me, man. I think I think that's the correct list. I can't in good conscience take off any of these guys, I don't think. Yeah, Ty uh Tyrion is on an absolute tear. Tyrion is, like I said, I one of the big things I always remember from season two is Tyrion is Tyrion goes on a Bobby Baratheon style legendary hot streak <laughs> this yeah. this season. He yeah, really definitely. does. And you know, it's interesting too, because like Rob Rob is barely in this episode. Yeah. But still he's just still doing so much. Yeah. And he's talked is... about so much because yeah. of how badass he is right now. Yep. So he just he absolutely has to be there. His impact is large. He is winning battles. His did you just say his impact is large? <laughs> his impact is large. <laughs> he wants to show I to will Lisa agree. how big his impact can be. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Let's unwrap that. Let's let's unpack how big his impact is. Unpack. Okay. Oh, let's let's unpack and unroll it. Uh it has to be unrolled. <laughs> <laughs> Final list, final answer, Tyrion at one, Rob two, Renly three, Davos at four, I love Davos, and Tywin at five. That is our list, and we are sticking to it. That means, uh, as of right now, we have a new leader in the Who Be Thrown in ranks. That will put Tyrion past Robert Baratheon uh, for total points. We'll have what to a see. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I am actually very happy that you... Uh... That you got that done. Oh, thanks, buddy. You didn't believe it. You tried to tell the I wonderful folks, our listeners, like, he's not keeping any. He, he, he's lying. He's full of shit. So how dare you, sir? I mean, how you usually you? are. Can you blame me? True. Big true. <laughs> Big true. That is who be thrown in. Uh, and that is episode 14, Garden of Bones. A, a very solid episode. I, I yeah. like that episode. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think any scenes really like top scene worthy, but just lots yeah, of good material. True. Um a lot to like there. Uh again, new introductions, which I'm always excited for. Um so yeah. many good quips this episode. Like I think this I had 
more lines I wanted to call attention to this episode than I've had in a while. Yeah, like just here. that that Tyrion Lancel scene alone, like so it's good, very good. Oh boy, good stuff. You got anything else, pal? Uh, no. I think that's it. Why don't you take us take us home, brother? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, as a very friendly reminder to everybody, uh, if you're not already hanging out with us on the Twitter, or Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, you can do that at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, interact with us. Uh, we do post uh, show updates on you know any other thing that we're working on. You'll see about it there. Hear about it there. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like, comment, uh, subscribe, of course. Hit the notification bell. All the good stuff that you do on YouTube's. And truly, from the bottom of our heart, we appreciate you guys so much for listening and hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.